0: 92.6 FM, Radio Paralympics. So now, as promised, uh, we're chatting with uh, Sandra Laws, uh, who's on the editorial team of the Unicorn magazine. Hi there, good morning and welcome. Good morning, good morning. And who do you share that uh, sort well, there's of uh, stuff with? two of us with? who
1: run this magazine now. Uh, that's my, my colleague, Clive Batkin, who is based in Harpenden. And we, we run this together on a purely voluntary basis. It, the magazine has been going for 36 years we didn't start it but we're carrying on the fine tradition
0: that's amazing because actually i met you the other week and we decided to have a chat on the phone and um i must say i had thought in my mind in the back of my mind that it had actually finished as a magazine because i hadn't been receiving it for so long but i used to receive it from um the original people i guess that i guess when i was on three counties radio
1: Ah, yes, right. Well, this, the magazine was started in the early 80s by two lovely people, Alan Creamer, who was a printer in, in, in Luton, That's right. and Theo Thomas. Um, and they started it up, it was purely a listings magazine, because there was nowhere else for people to find out about what was happening on the folk scene. Folk music, folk dance, Morris dancing. And you had in those days, pre-internet, all you could do was sort of pick up leaflets or just ring up the clubs. And then, of course, as time marched on, um, in 2012, Alan decided to retire and sell his printing business. And it did look for a while as though the magazine was going to to fold, which would have been very, very sad because actually there's nothing like it. It's the go-to place for folk music in this area. Uh, Three people then stepped forward, three, three, three guys, and they did a smashing job for a couple of years. But then for business pressures, we all suffer from them, they had to step down, and that was probably the time when you stopped receiving it.
0: Yeah, that but would be... <laughs> then
1: I, I was kind of pushed forward into the limelight, because I've, I've loved folk music since I was in my teens and at, at university, and I've been going to the Hitchin Folk Club, which is one of the big clubs in this area, yeah. for, oh, well, I'm not going to say how many years, but quite a long time, many decades.
0: That used to be run by Maureen and Kieran, I think.
1: Maureen and Kieran Jones? Yes, it not only used to be, it still is. Wow. They're just <laughs> celebrating their 51st year of running that club. Fantastic. And, and it's an amazing club. It's a fantastic club to go to. But anyway, I've known Kieran and Maureen very well, and Kieran sort of pointed me forward and said, oh, you've got a business background. You know about marketing and you know about production of, of leaflets and um, publicity material. You could do that, couldn't you? And the rest is kind of history. I've, I've been working now with Clive for a couple of years, and we, we, we manage the magazine together. As I say, it's purely voluntary. Uh, we do have to charge for our advertising, but that's simply to pay for the, the printing costs and the distribution costs of the magazine. And we've moved it on. It, it's no longer just a listing. We also do interviews with artists. We do CD reviews. We do gig reviews. Uh, we, we produce all sorts of articles that we hope will be of interest to our readers. For example, uh, festivals are a big thing now in the folk scene. And we we produced a guide on how to get the best out of a festival for people who might maybe never have been to a festival before. They don't really know what it's like. They, they've heard about Glastonbury and the mud and, and various things like that, but
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> there's an awful lot more to festivals than mud. And usually the venues are in great big marquees anyway, so... You stay dry and warm, whatever happens. So we've expanded the scope of the magazine. It's now full colour. It's a little A5 publication, so it's easy to carry around. It's usually about 48, 52 pages. And we we cover the whole of of everything that's happening in in the folk scene in this area. So Hertfordshire's right in the centre of our catchment area, but we also cover Bedfordshire, Buckinghamshire, Cambridgeshire, and Northamptonshire, and bits of North London. Jolly so good, yeah. If you want to know anything about the folk scene, that unicorn is the go-to place. It
0: it certainly is. It, if you look in the diary, it still covers all over the sort of Hearts, Beds, and Bucks area, really, doesn't it? it? Absolutely yeah. does,
1: and um, we'll 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 put in it in anything as far and wide as people travel. Obviously, thirty-six years ago, the world was a slightly different place. Although, obviously, um, people did travel. People travel so much more now. People will go to festivals all over the country. They'll even, they'll even go to Costa del Folk, which is... Oh,
0: of course. Uh, in,
1: It's a fantastic... It's, the whole idea is to take the whole festival and move it to the sunshine. And they do one in April in Ibiza and another one in Portugal in, in the autumn.
0: Fantastic. And that they
1: advertise in the magazine. And a lot of people are thinking, oh, this is great, We'll we'll... We'll have all the wonderful folk music, but we'll have a four-star hotel as well.
0: Yeah, why not? Why not, indeed. I think the the one I went to this year, which I normally go to, is uh, the one at Broadstairs, which is always good fun. That's
1: a fantastic festival. Mm. Yes, it's about just over a week long. Um, And then we have, obviously, there's Sidmouth. That's also over a week long.
0: Yeah, I've been there before, yeah. But
1: around here, we have some wonderful festivals. You have Folk by the Oak, which is normally in mid-July, at Hatfield House. Yeah. And... That's on the 14th of July next year, actually. And we have Kimpton Festival, a one-day festival. They've now run three of them. And the fourth one is coming up on the 6th of July next year. It, it's free for all the events on the green and a very reasonable price for the wonderful concerts they have in their memorial hall and in, in the church, which has fantastic acoustics. And it, it's a very, very professional festival with top names, as good as you'll get anywhere in the country. And that's right on our doorstep.
0: Fair, yeah. And there's Redbourne, a little Redbourne Folk Festival, and also but, Cambridge Folk indeed, Festivals, not indeed. far away.
1: Both of those, both yeah. of those, and of course we've got some great clubs in this area. You've got Redbourne, a folk club. You've got Hitchin Folk Club, which we've already mentioned. Um, oh, there's, there's so much. There's there's folk at the Maltings. Yeah. And great stuff. And there are sessions in in various pubs. Just just to take St Albans, you've got sessions in the Lower Red Lion. Um, on a Sunday and and in the Great Northern and on a Wednesday in the Robin Hood in Victoria Street and the White Swan in Dagnall Street but of course details of all this is in Unicorn Magazine it's much too much to take in when you're just listening to the radio
0: where do we get it from then? what's the best way to go about getting it well you can
1: get it online so uh, because we're right up there with the 21st century and it's www.unicornmagazine.org you can get or this, this current copy, which has just come out, which covers October to December. That's www.unicornmagazine.org. Or you can pick up copies in your local libraries, theatres, any folk club you go to, any folk dance club. I, I was listening to the radio, but waiting to talk to you. And I heard about Friday Folk, who are one of our regular advertisers. Um, they would have copies. And any, any, any group like that. Uh, English miscellany, ver- all the various uh, groups around this area.
0: So Fantastic. We,
1: but if, if all else fails, have a look at it online. It's not quite the same as having it in your hands. But
0: no. <laughs> we, we
1: print and distribute about three, just over three thousand copies every quarter. And uh, we also, as I say, have a blog because a lot can happen in three months. We understand that, uh, but uh, we don't have the resources, being volunteers, to, to produce it any more frequently than that. But we do update the blog for anything exciting that's happening
0: all right well thank you very much for chatting to us we'll chat again and uh good luck with uh, the next uh, edition we'll look out for that yes that uh, will be out in december
1: and we'll cover january to march so unicorn magazine the go-to place for folk music and folk dance in this area
0: all right thank you very much for joining us on the program today cheers now